0: IMDB Journey podcast, where not only do we break down one movie a fortnight from the IMDB top two fifty list, but we also do a wide range of other things, including pod V pods, talk about what else we've been watching, we play games, we talk to each other because we have
1: to. Hendo Have
0: to? How you going, my
1: young friend? I talk to you because I want to. No, you do not. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I'm doing good. I'm doing good, buddy. In a, another regular week for me. Oh, I love these regular weeks. Oh, yeah. Because the, 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 the chit chat is so quick after that. Yeah. yeah, I was good. I did nothing. Yeah, me too. Moving on. No,
0: I actually did. Uh, I had a really good weekend. Me and the wife stayed in a town just next to Melbourne and we went to this, I guess, function thing. Function thing. Well, it was semi work related, but really it was a 10 minute presentation followed by like, lots of drinking, lots of free piss. Nice. Like, Anything free, Whoa. all food free. We did not leave until they kicked us out at two o'clock. How are
1: you here right now? Oh, mate, I,
0: I, being who I am, I actually stupidly left all my movie watching I had to do until the day of my hangover. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, it was rough, <laughs> but it was a great night, and I'm back
1: ready and
0: raring to go for today. So, Hendo, why don't you tell us what we're doing today?
1: Well, we've got Pod V Pod 16 coming up soon and we've got Chris and Justin from the Casual Cinecast. And there's nothing
0: casual about these guys. They are fantastic.
1: And then after that, of course, we've got our question of the week, which is, what is your favourite Rob Reiner film, which is our top five for this week? Yes. We'll also find out the results of uh, the first round of our Best 1960s Film Tournament and we'll also look at our our bracket tournament that we're doing spoiler alert we both had
0: the same picks for all eight matches so identical list going into this first round which is fine like we like to you know get a bit of differences first up to sort of set the stage for
1: how much I'm going to kick his ass but
0: no we've we've given each other an even an even kill on this first round so yeah
1: so maybe you'll only win by one or something now instead oh, of 10 I'll you did take last that. time <laughs> it's not my
0: fault that i know
1: the voice of the people hendo I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> and of course, after that, we'll be talking about what else we've been watching the last couple of weeks,
0: which is much, much smaller than the last time
1: we did this. Thank God. Yeah, I don't have too many films to talk about, even though I have been watching a lot of movies. We're not talking about re-watches, so that pretty much cuts my movie watching in half. Basically, speaking of which, let's take a look at the challenge that I've got going with Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast.
2: Rise,
3: I'm winning, I'm winning.
1: And I'm still beating him. I'm at 126 to his 118. That's a little suspicious though, I must say. He hasn't logged a film in a week. This Paul fellow, how hard is it to log
0: films on time? (laughs) I know,
1: you can't be sandbagging me every (laughs) week. There's
0: no way, Paul, you have not watched a film in a week.
1: (laughs) I'm going to look at Letterboxd in a a day and boom, it's going to be like, here's all these reviews. When
0: we get closer to the end of the year, I really think you and him need to set down some ground rules
1: so that there's no sandbagging. Are you implying that he's still going to be doing this at the end of the year? Yes. Paul, you're going to burn out, mate. No, (laughs) he won't. He's
0: as obsessed as you are.
1: But I do agree. We need to have some rules to avoid sandbagging. Or maybe...
0: Put the rule that you're both gonna sandbag each other. So have the last fortnight of the year, no one is allowed to log anything, and then we'll see who wins at the end.
1: I feel like they could construe a lot of cheating. Hey, what are you trying to accuse him of at the end of the year? Hey, Paul, how many did you watch? I watched uh, 450. What about you, Daniel? Uh, 451. Yes, I won. <laughs> yeah, you would do that. I like that. I like that in your story, you were the one cheating. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't want, didn't want to accuse him of being the one cheating. <laughs> Okay. We're going to take a quick break here and give you a couple of promos from some awesome podcasts out there. And we'll be back on the other side with pod V pod 16. Justin, can you believe it's almost time? Time for what? The 2019 Livestream for the cure. This is our third year hosting this amazing event with every single cent going toward cancer research.
0: The cancer research Institute funds research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all
3: forms of cancer.
1: And this amazing nonprofit organization is rated over 92% by CharityNavigator.org and puts 88 cents of every dollar toward cancer research.
2: Last year,
0: thanks to an amazing team of collaborators, fans, supporters, and listeners, we raised over $5,000 in 30 hours on the air. And
1: this year, with your help, we're going for our biggest goal yet.
0: Tune in May 17th to the 19th on twitch.tv slash epicfilmguys for 40 hours of amazing content as we try to reach $7,500.
1: For more information or to find out how you can become a part of the event, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference.
3: Hello. Do you like having your podcast interrupted by promos? Probably not So we'll keep this brief
2: My name is Chris My name is Mike And my name is Justin And we just wanted to introduce ourselves We're the Casual Cinecast
1: We're a weekly podcast that reviews current movies and TV As well as the occasional dive into classic cinema With the Criterion Collection
2: We cover everything from Black Panther to Black Narcissus From Solo to Sallow From Love, Simon to Simon of the Desert If that sounds good to you Look us up on iTunes or your favorite podcast app
3: We'll see you there you know, or, or
1: something, because we probably won't actually yeah. see you. But
2: Yeah, we don't see them when they listen. Right, well, okay. Um, well,
3: back to your podcast.
2: All right,
1: it's time for Pod V Pod sixteen, where we have some of your favorite podcasters on for a battle royale of different movie games. And this week we've got Chris and Justin from Casual Cinecast. Guys, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, how's it going, hello, guys? Hello. Very good. It a nice, nice day over here in Australia. How's it Fantastic.
2: going over there? <laughs>
3: Oh, we're doing all right. It's a little bit later. Uh, sunset, So, but it was a nice day.
2: Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It's back to hot again. It's been cold for a while, and, and I'm not liking it.
1: <laughs> I don't know what cold is at the moment. <laughs> just just passed through our summer. It's been ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Ah. All right, so for anyone who hasn't heard your show, why don't you tell us a bit about it?
2: Yeah, so we are a weekly podcast. Mostly we cover new things like things that have come to the cinema or things that are just released on Netflix. Uh, we do like a big feature review. We also talk a little bit uh, briefly about like the things that we've been, each been watching like individually every week. And then also once a month, we do a film from the criterion collection and do a nice like review on that. And that film is voted on by our listeners. So the listeners get to choose which film that is every month. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, that's pretty much it. Well, it's a nice little variety there.
1: It's always, it's always good. It's always good to spice it up. Uh, have a, you know, a new movie and an old movie as well.
2: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and oftentimes we're you know we're all watching older stuff uh, as well as new stuff. So like when we talk about the brief like things that we've been watching each week that aren't our full review, you know, we get a lot of that old stuff. We also talk a lot of TV as well too. So it's it's a pretty pretty wide variety. Nice, good stuff. All right, if you
1: guys are ready to go, let's get into it. Why don't we start off with our standard movie quiz? Pub quiz, asshole. And standard quiz one point each five questions All right, we'll ask the first question here guys who wants to answer it Uh,
2: I'll go okay Chris Chris can go first oh boy excellent alright Chris here we go You should be
1: (laughs) the first question is in the category of 90s ooh Dan Aykroyd and Daniel Stern play rabid NBA fans who kidnap a player played by Damon Wayans in what 90s comedy is it just
3: called the Celtics
2: pass to me Chris
1: (laughs) Uh I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not oh. gonna accept the Celtics. sorry. It's it's uh it was close. It's Celtic Pride.
3: Oh,
2: so close. Come on, yeah. Chris. <laughs> close, close, close. I knew that one for the record. Oh, I should have let point. you go. I,
0: I've, I've never like I got asked these questions before. I've never
1: heard of this movie, Celtic Pride. Oh, I just remember the poster.
3: That's all I know from it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, I, the poster is the only thing that ha- I was going on.
1: <laughs> must, have a, must have been a riveting '90s comedy,
2: <laughs> right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> all right, Dean, you want to go first?
1: Yeah, go I'll on. answer first.
2: Okay, so the first question. I guess we, I didn't categorize mine, but let me uh, think of a category. I guess this one is Oscars will be the category. That's a okay. nice category. Yeah. What is the only other actor besides Heath Ledger to win an Oscar posthumously, so after they died.
3: Ooh,
1: that's uh, that's a good question. That's a quality <laughs>
0: question. That that is a good question. One that I wish I knew. Uh,
2: <laughs> after they died, like <laughs> yeah, the the they died between the movie coming out or finishing the movie and the Oscar ceremony.
0: <sighs> nah, uh, no idea. Pass. <laughs> okay, so the answer
2: is. It's uh, Peter Finch for, uh, the film was Network.
1: I kept thinking, I,
0: I thought it oh, was the other guy I from
2: Gladiator.
1: Ah, oh, you Why <laughs> hey are you Network? trying to make us look bad? Yeah, I'm, I
2: really, really don't
1: like it. I got him to watch Network a while ago. And he comes back to me, he's like, what was that shit? I'm like,
2: what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in the, the what category too, because that's like maybe my favorite film of all time, but that's all right. Really? No hard feelings. Yeah. Oh, come it's on, high, it's favorite very, very film of all there.
1: time. Dean in the Minority once again. <laughs> it's, wow. Yeah,
2: it's pretty high up there.
1: All right, Justin. Let's see if you can get a point on the board. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, Justin. Our category
0: is biopics. In 2016's *Hidden Figures*, why does Catherine have to run half a mile across the NASA campus every day?
2: Why does she have to run a half mile? So I haven't seen this movie. So I'm going to tell you this is going to be a, a pure guess. <laughs>
1: it's always a good. She... To, uh, it's always good to hear when they say
2: they haven't seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she has. She has to run. A half mile, that's key, right? It's sure, it's not for Important. exercise, yeah. No, <laughs> no it's, it's not because point. it's not exercise <laughs> because being a woman, they give her a parking lot, a parking spot in the back of like the parking lot, so she's very far away from the building.
0: I mean, you're a little close, but it's because she's a black person, oh. she has to go to a separate set of toilets. Uh, ah, ah, no, I, I knew it was something to do with
2: that, that sort of like segregation thing. Uh, yeah. Or, like, I was thinking female, but, yeah.
1: All right. Uh, that's all right. Okay.
3: Uh, uh, my turn. Chris,
2: you want to ask our next one?
3: Yeah, I'll ask the next one. Um, so the next one is, who was originally supposed to play Vizini Wallace Shawn's character, in The Princess Bride? Mm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the character that always says, um... Inconceivable! What is Inconceivable. Inconceivable, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, see if I can get my... Uh... Uh, what is the impersonation? Inconceivable! That wasn't bad. Uh, <laughs> pretty good.
2: That was close. Although Wallace Shawn is such a distinct person to try to impersonate, I give you absolutely an E for effort.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, gee, nah. Uh, well, I had a I had a pretty miraculous random guess with
3: this on a Ghostbusters question, so why not John Candy? <laughs> <laughs> close. You're very close. Uh, no, it's actually Dana DeVito was supposed to play that character.
1: Ooh, okay. Makes mm. sense. Yeah, yes. all right. Well, yeah.
3: we're, we're all doing very well here, guys. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> zero for four so
3: far. Wow. Yeah, so we're back all to right. Chris' What's answering. the record? Yeah. Just before we get in, have you gone all five questions or all ten questions without getting one right? Uh,
1: we, I think, uh, last week yeah. we the total we got one right out of ten. Uh, okay. Yeah, ten
3: questions, one person got one right. <laughs> All right, so that's our goal. At least get one right. Yeah.
1: It's a high bar to cross.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, <laughs> uh, Chris. Your next question is in the category of animated. In Toy Story Two, what is the name of the old prospector that we're introduced
3: to? Oh no. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. Um, <laughs> uh, prospector Joe. I don't know this one. I know it's Kelsey Grammer, but I don't know what his name was in the movie. Uh,
1: Unfortunately, it is Stinky Pete.
2: Ah! Ah, So close. Oh, man. Chris's strong seat is not names if you (laughs) listen to our podcast too much. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are asking him the names of things. Yeah, let's. (laughs) (laughs) We need to flip this. I mean, I got the Kelsey Grammer part right. I mean, if you
3: could have asked me who played him, that would have been great. But
1: yeah, I mean, you got you got the voice, and you got Celtic in the first one. I mean, you could yeah, I'm you know, like half a point for each, but no, nah, yeah, not that nah, generous nah. today. <laughs> 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 All right, Dean, let's. this zero for five total. We, we <laughs> got to get
2: it. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Uh, So this category, I guess, would be Hitchcock. We'll call it the Hitchcock category. What famous landmark was featured in the climactic scene of North by Northwest?
1: Come on, man, I know this one.
0: <laughs> I I'm trying to think of what it's called.
2: Oh, um. This might not be a fair question for you guys.
0: <laughs> no, it's not um, being from the Mount, US. Is it Mount Rushmore?
2: Ah, that is correct. Excellent. One point. Nice. Well done. All right. Good stuff, mate. Thank you. Alright, well Justin,
1: let's see if you can get a point.
2: Alright, I'm ready. The
1: next category is fantasy
0: sci-fi.
2: Oh, please be more sci-fi than fantasy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Who plays Christian Philophys Philophopper? <laughs> I'll, I'll try that again. Who plays Christian philosopher Palmer Joss in the 1997 film Contact?
2: Yeah, Contact. Uh, okay, say the name one more time of the character.
0: You're killing me. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's Palmer Joss.
2: I would guess it would be Jodie Foster.
0: Uh, unfortunately, it is Matthew McConaughey.
2: Ah, that's, I could yeah, not think of anybody names, else. The name was very uh, unisex. Yeah. yeah I know that's why I wanted to say it again I was like I don't know what gender that was <laughs> but okay
1: alright alright Dean we're in an in interesting spot here because if we get this right together we just win and we haven't had a chance to do this in the quiz for a very long time no <laughs>
2: we've been pretty poor
3: <laughs> alright go ahead Chris alright uh, so this one is also sci-fi related how many years was Haley Joe Osmond at the bottom of the ocean before the aliens dug him out of the ice in A.I.?
0: AI. Wow. <laughs> All right. AI, I've seen once when it came out.
1: I've seen it. None. Oh, you haven't
0: seen it? Nah. Okay. Oh. I just watched it so, two
2: days ago, which is where this question comes from.
1: <laughs> oh. So, Dean, you're the expert here.
2: <laughs> I,
0: I, d- I didn't even remember he was dug out of the ice. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to think how
1: futuristic it is. Feels futuristic. It could be, what, <sighs> like 100 years? 100. Is it something like that? I think that's... I think we've got to go 100 You want to just go flat 100? If it's
0: some bullshit like 97 I won't be happy <laughs> 96 <laughs> and one half right. <laughs> um, no, um, we'll, we'll, we'll say 100 years
2: Incorrect That is actually 2000 Okay So you're only yeah. off by 1900 I mean It's
1: pretty close no, It that's good I just realised I fucked up I still have a question to go That was our fourth question You yeah, dickhead Nah that's, that's alright Yeah that's alright I'll, I'll just take it for the team In the fifth one Okay <laughs> okay. So for you guys You have a, a conversation here And if you get this right You're in at a tie But if you get it wrong You lose
2: oh, Okay We can work together on this one Is what you're saying
1: Yes exactly All right. And Beautiful. your question is in the category of directors Who directed 1996's Ransom?
2: Oh Mel Gibson Mel Gibson is in it Did he direct it? Yeah Okay. You sound so confident. Let's go with that. I'm good. Yep. Spoken
1: like someone who actually doesn't know the answer because it's Ron Howard.
2: (laughs) Oh! Oh. Chris, you sounded so confident. Why would you do
3: that? I was confident. I was extremely confident. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Man, that's... That's disappointing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we are 0 for 5, so... Yeah, good job. We don't look great. Yeah. We'll get you in the next right. game. Um, do we want to do our the last question for us? Or yeah, I'll, you take, you I'll take the one? last question. I'll all take right. it anyway. So, last question is in the category of milkshakes. Hmm. <laughs> what are the two did they choices... Did bring all the boys to the yard? <laughs> yes. How many boys did it bring to the yard, the milkshake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the two choices of milkshake given to Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction?
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I got to figure out this. There's no way I can get this wrong. Okay. Wow.
2: This is in the, of course, in the scene where they're in uh, the restaurant. Jack Slims. That's right. Yes. Yes.
1: Oh man. See, I can remember the steak. I don't remember them saying the milkshakes. Is I feel like one is a is a cherry. i like.
2: Uh, whatever. Uh, okay, I, I'm gonna say <laughs> I'll say vanilla and cherry. That's close. If it helps out, it's not like the actual flavors. They have nicknames for the flavors.
1: Oh, uh, no, no, no. Don't worry about no. right. it
2: then. Pass it. So it's uh, Amos and Andy or Lewis and Martin, which is code for chocolate uh, or vanilla. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah. I, might, I might have got Amos and Andy. I wouldn't have got the second one.
2: Yeah. That's the one it took me. It took me a second to remember the second one, too, because Amos and Andy was the first one that came to mind. So, All right. Well, you still need right. us.
1: Yeah, that, I'll take that. I'll take the win. And I, uh, what do we get? Oh, I got another one. <laughs> one to nil. <laughs> uh,
3: wow, I've learned not to go on a game show.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've learned to go first next time. <laughs> yeah, because we would have had two.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, let's see if you can even the scores here in our second game, which is. Wait a minute.
3: Don't I know you from
1: somewhere? Where both teams have three actors or actresses and the other team has to guess what is their four known-for movies on their IMDb page. Now, we asked you guys the questions first in the first game. We'll answer the questions first. And, Dean, you can go first here. Sounds good.
2: What do we got? All right. So, first actor we'll go with is Ben Foster. Okay.
0: 310 to Yuma. Got that one. Uh, X-Men The Last Stand. Nope. Leave no trace. Yes, that's on there. Ben Foster. All right. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Oh, I'm just trying Come to up. think of other. I'm thinking of other Ben Foster movies. I can. I just can't get one out of my head. So, Alpha Dog. No, incorrect.
2: So you got. I would have said uh, hell or High Water. Hell or High Water and and the, messenger. the hell messenger. or High Water and the Messenger were the other two. Okay. okay. All right.
1: Two points. Very good. Okay. very good.
2: Respectable. Yeah. Alright, so I'll go
1: first this time. Alright, Justin. Cool. Alright, and the first person we got for you here is Mr. Jude Law. Ooh.
2: Okay. And how current does this thing go? Because I kind of want to say Captain Marvel. Uh, I'll start with Captain Marvel. No. Okay. The talented Mr. Ripley? Correct. Um, Alfie? No. Okay. Uh, AI? No. Ugh.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, the three you missed were the Grand Budapest Hotel, Aww. closer. Okay, fair enough. And Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Oh,
2: kidding me? <laughs> that movie? There's always one on there. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Fair okay. enough. Okay. Let's see if we can extend this lead. What do we got?
3: All right. Um, so we're going to do an actress here, and uh, it is Jenna Malone. Donnie Darko. Unfortunately, no.
2: Whoa! Yeah. Yeah, that's really surprising to me.
1: Okay, I legit do not know any other ones except for uh, Hunger Games Catching Fire. Correct. Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Also correct. Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 not correct
2: actually uh, no. I'm happy with part two. Wow. part two was correct part one was not oh I can't okay. see actually okay. the other way around <laughs> So <laughs> that's alright I'm happy with yeah. two from that one for yeah, sure yeah.
1: yeah
2: contact and the neon demon were the other two
1: okay alright I'm, I'm perfectly happy with two you did well yeah good yeah. job alright Chris it's your turn mate oh, alright Chris
0: I
3: gotta get a point <laughs> at
1: least right uh, you need to get uh, all three to tie and four to take the lead I'm feeling good here.
3: Mel Gibson. <laughs> All, right.
0: <laughs> All right. We got Kevin Costner.
3: Oh. Uh, Dances with Wolves. Correct. Waterworld.
0: No. No. Hmm.
3: Tough crowd. Uh, the Postman? Yes. <laughs> the yes. Postman is there. And Bull Durham.
0: No. Oh. So the ones you missed out were Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, uh, yeah. And The Bodyguard. Both those make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> all, right.
1: all right. Decent showing there, Chris. Uh, so heading into the last game, uh, last round here, you guys are on three, and we're on four. Nice. Tight. All right. That's close. All right. We got all a right. collaboration here now, Dean. Here we go. Let's see if we can. This is where we shine. If we get all four, <laughs> that, let's just get all four and just end the game right here. Let's do it. <laughs> there you go.
2: All right. What so do you got for us, guys? This one is an actor, and it is Oscar Isaac.
1: Okay. All right. So, so I immediately think of inside Luan. Is that the first one you think of? Uh, X Machina. Okay, I think of that. Okay, we're just quickly. Yeah, we're, yeah, just, we're talking. just talking. Um, we, would a Star <laughs> no, Wars? I will. final. Awesome. Uh, I obviously do think of Star Wars as well, but it would be if we're going to pick one. I would say it's the Force Awakens. Yeah, I would say that. But I would, I would definitely think X Machina for yep. sure. Yeah. Uh, we can't go past Life itself. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is he? What was he doing prior to X Markinger? Because that's basically when I. Yeah, not much. No, I swear he's done some other things. I don't think so. I think he did. No, nah. surely he did. I, I think he was a builder. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So what are the ones we got? We're going. We're going to do X Markina, How about we we'll do The Force Awakens? Yeah. Inside the Davis. Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah. But what? What else would there be? Is there anything you can think of? I I know he was in a most violent year. Mm-hmm. So that's a possibility. Do you want to have a crack at these three first?
0: Uh, how about we go these three, and if the Force Awakens isn't there, yeah, okay, I'm...
1: we throw the Last Jedi. Okay, in. I'm okay with that. What do we do? Okay, so we'll go X Machina. Yeah.
0: All right, right. X Machina.
1: All
2: right. Yes, X Machina is on there.
1: Excellent. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll go. Why don't we just do Inside Lewin Davis? Yeah. Right, Inside Lewin Davis.
2: Also on there. Good job.
1: Excellent. Okay, so. We'll go, we'll, go we'll, go, we'll go Force Awakens right, The Force Awakens Not on there Okay Alright So are we going <laughs> to take Last Jedi I, I, Is he more prominent in Last Jedi than Force Awakens? I can't remember Oh yeah Because he's got that whole um, storyline with Laura Dern Okay But is there anything else? Oh What about Annihilation? Do you want to take that? No No? You don't I'd, think so? I'd rather Last Jedi Alright Is there anything else? Before we do this Is there anything else you can think of? No Give, uh, give me 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to think. I just want to think. Why are you so against The Last Jedi? Okay, we'll do Last Jedi. I can't think of anything else. Let's do, it. yeah, Last Jedi.
2: Last Jedi is correct. That's the Star Wars that's yes. on there Excellent. Good stuff. So you guys stuff. got three.
3: Nice. What Which do we means miss? we got to get four
2: yeah. to tie, right?
3: Yeah, and you missed uh, a most violent year.
2: Yeah, that's right. Oh, there we go. Yeah. That's what you said. So, yeah. good job. Yeah. so close. I was worried the there for
3: a second. <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs>
1: Okay, so after that round, we're on seven, and you guys are on three, so you need to get all four for the tie.
3: <sighs> oh, Good <okay>. luck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Work your magic with Matthew Broderick.
2: Matthew Broderick. All okay, so... so... We'll just talk it out for a second. Yeah. Uh, Chris, obviously, Ferris yep. Bueller... Yeah. ...would be one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would guess maybe The Producers would be another. Yeah. Um godzilla wouldn't be on there would it maybe uh, election might be one.
3: Oh uh, yeah i think Election's pretty solid maybe <laughs> all my solid picks yeah. have not turned
2: out solid um yeah for sure ferris bueller yep that's one for sure uh, you like election i like election i like election okay uh
3: producers and uh i'm a little iffy on but i
2: think it's very likely i mean he's oh war games war games what about war games I think Mm. that's a big one. Uh, I would feel better about war games than Godzilla. Yeah, absolutely. Godzilla, we can get rid of. All right. So, anything else? Because I'm I'm out of I'm out of Lady Hawk. Mm. I I don't really know what that one is, or haven't seen it, so I don't know. Hmm. So let's let's start. We're really confident on Ferris Bueller, right? Yeah. All right. So number one, final answer: Ferris Bueller. Absolutely. Okay. And then what was the other one? We were election. That's one.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty. Okay.
2: All right. Two final answer, or second final answer, election. Oh. Sorry,
0: lads. Oh. Unfortunately, not. All
2: right. Then I guess it doesn't matter. Do you just want to go with uh, War Games and the producers? Sure. All right. War Games and the producers are our last two.
1: Man, I wish you said all four at once because those two are on there. Yeah. Oh. Because oh. I would have made it so dramatic. Like, oh, <laughs> I know. Wait till election at <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh,
2: what was the one that we did not get?
0: Cable guy.
2: Oh, oh yeah.
0: Of
2: oh, of my <laughs> that might be like the, my favorite Matthew Roder- Roderick movie too, and I didn't even think of that one.
0: I'm impressed you got producers.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, good showing in that last round. Very very close though. We ended up on seven, and you
2: guys got six. So nice. close. That's respectable. <laughs> Especially uh, stands up out. to
1: us. We we won Pod v Pod for the week. <laughs> good. Yeah. Well done. But we, you know, of course, we always love to do our lovely movie draft. Now, what have you guys gone for with the draft?
2: So, for the theme of the draft, we thought we'd go with drafting coming-of-age films. Excellent.
1: Okay, it's gonna- an extraordinarily broad topic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look, looking is. at our yeah our genre of coming-of-age films, I was quite shocked. I was like, is, "Oh, I don't even think of that as a coming." Oh, yeah, it is a coming-of-age movie. Now you think about it, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so this is going to be interesting. Think, yeah. Chris so- and I had a debate over like how old you have to be to qualify for like the main character like, has to be to qualify for coming of age. Like, is there a certain point where it doesn't count? Well, if you
1: have got a film on there that's uh, you know, there's uh, if we can have a debate about. We will do it. We I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: All right. So you guys get to decide who wants to go first out of
2: us or you guys. What do you think, Chris? Uh, let's let them go first. All right. Beautiful. Okay.
1: And who do you want to go
2: first out of us two? uh dean okay. nice. kick it off dean good choice
1: <laughs> all right i'm gonna start this
0: one off with one of the all-time classic coming-of-age films i'm gonna go the
1: breakfast club
2: good first pick excellent choice nice yeah.
1: all right uh, because this is a snake draft it's back to you guys who do you want to go first of you two justin can go first okay all right.
2: take it away yeah i'm gonna go very recent on this one so maybe there's a little bit of bias but i gotta pick eighth grade because i absolutely cool. love that yeah. movie
1: solid Nice pick. Great movie. Yes. All right,
3: Chris, your turn? My turn? Uh, I'm going to pick Almost Famous.
0: Oh, no! Dana shattered.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
3: oh,
0: I, that, oh, God.
2: I knew that was yeah. going to be the one that, like, whoever got that first was going to really annoy the other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I didn't... Yeah, I thought I'd be able to get that one.
1: Damn. Good pick.
3: Nice, thanks.
2: Thank you.
1: Back to me. And... Yeah, let's, let's take the feature film. I'm going to go Stand By Me. Nice pick. I'm not sure choice. why we didn't
2: even think about that one. <laughs> I know, maybe because we knew it was the episode yeah. like, <laughs> review, so we just, it didn't cross our mind. Smart pick. Whoops. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, Dean, what are you taking? Uh, on me, uh,
0: I'm going to take American Pie. Oh,
2: interesting. Great choice. I, I love that movie so much. I think it's I, all the sequels kind of gave it a bad rap. Uh, in the yeah, end of the that... day, but like the first one's so good. I think the second yeah, one's I- I watched good Yeah, I watched
1: it recently. It still holds up really well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I probably watched it about a year ago myself. It's, it's still good. Nice. All right, Justin, back to you. What do you got? All right, so number three is My Girl. Nice. That's a good pick.
0: Yeah. yeah that's one I used to watch a lot when I was like a kid and I've never gone back to it.
2: Yeah, yeah that's where, where me and Chris were about it, you know. it's um, the first movie that ever a...
3: made me cry. <laughs>
2: There you go. It has a lot of nostalgia.
3: Yeah. All right, Chris, what do you got? All right, for my number four pick, uh, going way back to the 400 blows. Interesting. With Feline I've
1: I've seen that once a long time ago. Refresh my memory. Dean has no idea what you're
0: talking about.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's Francis Uh, Truffaut, like the beginning of the first new wave. Is it like
1: American Pie or... (laughs) (laughs) It's
3: like French but, yeah, pie. That's
1: what the blows are.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we don't really want to spoil anything.
1: I actually think it's still in the top 250, so we'll be doing that one day.
3: Okay. Yeah, I think uh, we made sure that it was for you guys. Nice.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, on to me and, hmm. I'm going to take, I mean, Dean, you went with a comedy. I want to go with a different genre. I'm going to go Pan's
2: Labyrinth. Oh, that's that one that did not one. occur to me Yeah. to even consider. Nice. But that's a, an excellent choice thank you can, thank you very much can I spoil the film actually is it okay if I do a spoiler for Pan's Labyrinth I mean it's 10-15
1: years old go for it
2: yeah alright Is can she come of age if she dies
1: <laughs> I, I feel like from where she was <laughs> at the start to where she is at her death I think it I think it would qualify as a coming of okay. age she came of age I mean, you can, you can fight it gotcha. if you want Do you? I mean
0: <laughs> she, you could argue that she goes on living spiritually
2: <laughs> okay
0: that wasn't a joke. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I view that ending as a very happy ending.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that makes sense. I'm, I, I understand that. I just cool. wanted to right. uh, get some clarity.
1: Well, uh, you might. we might get some listeners who look at that and go, that's not, that doesn't qualify. You got your list of shit. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's what I'm hoping for. Right. Fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> All right, final pick here for us, Dean. Collaboration, what do you want to go with? What do you feel?
0: What do I feel? It, I mean, there's so many
1: left. I think... I mean we've gone two classic, like eighties yep. coming of age films. We've got, yep. we've gone a, a comedy, we've gone a fantasy. Do you yep. wanna go another genre or do you want to go back to
0: let's let's go a real uh, talk about crying in movies. Let's go a real tearjerker.
1: How how do you feel about Goodwill hunting? As a movie? Yeah. As a pick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what about hmm, looking at my picks here? No, I, li- I like Google Hunting. You I like, like Google it? Hunting. Yeah, okay. I was going to say something else, but considering you guys didn't think of Pan's Labyrinth, I'm not going to say this film in case it jogs your memory. So I'll <laughs> stick with <laughs> not saying any more. Yeah, and I, right, I, I think I Goodwill Hunting after is we good. Do our pick. Yeah, we'll go Google Hunting.
2: Yeah. All right. Also a good choice. That, and again, yeah. not one I considered. I mean, there's so many. Like we're bound to like oh, the yeah. ones that neither of us considered. So all right,
1: all right. Yeah, you guys got your last pick here. It's a collaboration, so you guys can chat it out. What you thinking, right, Justin? Chris.
2: Well, we have our predetermined list here. Do we want to go with what is next in our list or do you have any uh, reservations?
3: Uh, we can we can do that.
2: Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll go with it and this is I guess this is mostly my pick and I was very adamant about it because I just rewatched this film and for the second time and I, I think it's really incredible and it is Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Mm. mm.
1: I have not seen that film. No, I've I've
0: seen it. I re- I really like that movie. Good pick.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 quite good and uh
0: good I'm coming of age film that's another one that brought me to tears. that movie destroyed
1: me Me, that's
2: yeah so me too to you,
1: like, every every drama he told me like oh boom, brought me to tears brought me to tears
3: <laughs> I'm sorry I have a soul hinder yeah. <laughs> coming of it's age like, movies are rough I think yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: it's absolutely okay it made me cry the first time it made me cry even harder the second time <laughs> so you are not alone
1: all right, before we have a look at some honourable mentions here, why don't we just look at the list here? We have got The Breakfast Club, Stand By Me, American Pie, Pan's Labyrinth, and Google Hunting. And you guys have got Eighth Grade, Almost Famous, My Girl, The 400 Blows, and Me, Earl, and The Dying Girl. What did yes. you guys have that you didn't pick?
2: How much time you got? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Run right, right uh, off your, your next three.
2: Sure, all right. So uh, Fish Tank was one. The Andrea Arnold film, uh, Rushmore from Wes Anderson, mm-hmm. and E2 Mamatambien from Alfonso uh, yeah. Cuaron.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh, I, my, Me personally, I had Sing Street on there. It's my favorite film of 2016, uh, but
2: uh, I, I thought I'd
1: just keep that one to myself.
2: I'm so happy to hear someone like acknowledge Sing Street, because I know yeah. no one has seen it except for one other person, the person who recommended it to me, and that movie is amazing. It, it is, is so good. It is fantastic.
1: I also was thinking we are, we already did American Pie, so I, I didn't want to pick Super Bad. <laughs> Great. That yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I'm
0: always partial to uh, perks of being a wallflower as oh, well. Oh, he
1: loves that film so much.
2: <laughs> Interesting. Actually, I wasn't that big on it, but uh, I did like the book a lot. So maybe it was like a, I read the book and then the movie disappointed me thing. No, oh, fair enough. Wouldn't be the first time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, Chris? Yeah. Uh... I had The Graduate um, was on there, American Graffiti, which is like the original American Mm -hmm. Pie, and then The Last Picture Show.
1: Okay, cool. All right. Well, I think both uh, teams here are pretty solid. We've got some good picks there.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I'm very curious to see who wins this one. I think you guys might have the edge because you've got got Stand By Me. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you don't know.
1: Dean will think you probably got the edge because you got Almost (laughs) Famous. Yes. That's true. (laughs) Uh, There we go. All right, so we'll put this draft out about 24 hours after we release the episode and you, the listeners, can vote on who you want to win. And it's going to be a blind draft as usual, so there's no bias, there's no pandering to the audience out there. Just look at the teams and vote for who's your favourite. All right, guys, thank you very much for coming on today. So much fun. It's always fun to do these pod v pods. Yeah, we had a blast. Especially when we win. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it would have been better for us if we'd won but you know it was still a good time
3: yeah so just to clarify if we win the draft does that how much is the draft worth because that could put us up above on the trivia
1: you would want to think that <laughs> wouldn't you
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, will, would. it will
1: give you a two to one loss so ah, it's better than a three
2: to one three to nil loss
3: that's that's yeah. true. So
2: it's a a consolation point, but uh, you know what? (laughs) I'll still feel better than losing three to zero.
1: All right, guys. Uh, Is there
2: anything you guys want to plug while we're here? Well, I I wanted to plug just uh, real quick, and I'm not sure when you guys guys are going to watch it and talk about it at some point in the show, but uh, I have a film that has come out on Amazon, and it is available for free on Amazon Prime, or you can rent it or buy it. If you don't have Amazon Prime on through just regular Amazon, uh, but the film is called Camino, as in an El Camino. It is a dark comedy. I describe it to people as super bad meets No Country for Old Men. Uh, but this this film was a film I made for my graduate thesis. It was a feature that was a student film, but kind of ended up being pretty good. It won some film festival awards, and we were able to get it up on Amazon. So uh, I want to plug that personally.
3: Yeah. Most importantly, uh, I'm in it. So yes, Chris has <laughs> a very small. <laughs>
2: part in it and he's there pretty are, funny in it in my Justin, opinion. There are no small parts. Let's just <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. He's got a pretty uh pretty medium part. Okay. That's it. perfect.
1: Nice. Yeah, we will be talking about that film uh, later on in this episode, so you'll hear our thoughts on that later on. Awesome. Yeah,
2: definitely. And then and then of course uh our podcast, Casual Senecast, you can find it on any podcast platform or you can follow us on any social media at Casual Senecast excellent
1: yeah definitely go and check you guys out you're, you're a great podcast i definitely listened to a couple of episodes recently and you, yeah your, your chemistry and your banter is much like uh dean and i is very fun very enjoyable to listen to
2: well thank you very yeah. much yeah i mean right back at you you took the yeah. words out of our mouth Bye you guys <laughs> <Nice>.
1: <laughs> all right guys we'll leave it there thank you very much for coming on and we'll talk to you soon see you later right, sounds good all right now it's time for answer my question the question jerk where we asked you, what is your favourite Rob Reiner film? Now, let's start off on our Facebook page, mate. First response here from my mum. The first time she's ever commented on one of these things. Wow, this must this, she must be really passionate about this. She said, when Harry met Sally and the bucket list. I have not seen the bucket list. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> mum. <laughs> oh, Your mum would be so disappointed in you. Next up, from patron Paul,
0: he says, The Princess Bride, Daylight. This is Spinal Tap.
1: I don't know what you mean, Paul. Daylight's not a movie. Are you talking about? It's obviously The Princess bar, Bride, and then there's at least a daylight between it before you get to This is Spinal Tap. Like the, the Princess Bride is so far ahead of everything else. Yeah,
0: I think I think that's what he means. Okay, interesting choice of word. I think he just wants to shit over This is Spinal Tap.
1: What about the other ones?
0: Well, I mean, what does that say for the rest of them? Maybe he is not a Rob Reiner fan.
1: Maybe he's talking about how much he loves The Princess Bride. Maybe. All right, let's head over to our Patreon, Dean. A lovely, lovely patrons. First one here from Ben Mulverhill. I've only seen three, but Stand by Me was the best. From Dan Brennick, The Princess Bride. Mr. Shane Jeffrey says a
0: few good men. Joe Banyard says when Harry met Sally. Gee, we've really got a quite a
1: diverse list here, don't we? We do. Hayden Girl says Stand by Me, followed by a few good men and misery. Couldn't just pick one. <laughs> You bastard, Hayden. And lastly, someone who is not a
0: bastard. We have Chris Beardsell, a few good men, Nicholson and Cruz, going toe-to-toe with a script by Aaron Sorkin, Sign Me Up. Good response, mate. I did not realise
1: Aaron Sorkin wrote that. Didn't you? No. Oh, now you do. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yes. Now Just want reiterate now I that.
1: Cheers. All right, now let's head over to the Twitter, and we've got...
0: The Twitter. Yeah, the Twitter. He's such an old man. <laughs> The Twitter over on the I was going to say
1: the internet, but people do say that. So. The
0: intranet, the intranet, yeah.
1: First one here from Chris seven thirty seven. It's underrated, but I love the American president.
0: Hmm, been ages since I saw that. Uh, Mike Marlow says Princess Bride. No question.
1: Mike Mike and Oscar said, it's like picking my favourite child between A Few Good Men and The Princess Bride. The Dare
0: Daniel Movie Podcast says, I gotta go stand by me.
1: The Cinema Guys say, there is really only one choice here, The Princess Bride. St. Paul Filmcast says, A Few Good Men. The Two Dads Review says, recently saw Princess Bride on the big screen, so gonna have to go with that. Still one of the greatest sword fights of all time. Surely not.
0: Uh, Doe Podcast says, This is Spinal Tap.
1: Thanks that, Ali. And our last one here from the Epic Film Guys, without question, Stand By Me. And let's take a quick look at the poll that we put up on Twitter as well. We went the four highest rated Rob Reiner films on IMDb. 7% went for Misery. 20% went for This is Spinal Tap. 34% went for Stand By Me. And the biggest winner here, 39%, The Princess Bride. Mm, super popular movie. Thank you very much, everyone, for putting in a response here. Dean, let's do our top five Rob Reiner films. Let's do it. All right, Dean, kick it off, mate. What's your number five? This is really tough because
0: uh, there's a few I could put here, but I'm not in love with any of them. What, the fifth spot? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the American president there. It's been a mm. long time. As I said, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I watched it a number of times and was a fan of it when I was younger. So... For nostalgia, I guess I'll put The American President there.
1: Okey-doke. Right, well, my number five, it's a film I've only seen once. I didn't love it as much as everyone seems to think it how good it is. I think it's a fine film. Please don't send the hate mail. Number five is The Princess Bride. Mm, interesting. What is your number four? Very
0: bold of you, to put it that low. Well, my number four is Misery. Interesting. Interesting pick. Is it interesting because you haven't seen it? That is correct. <laughs>
1: well, you're missing out because it's a really good film. Well, you might choose it for me one day. unlike well, My next pick here, they can take it to 11, but I put it number four. This is Spinal Tap. Mm, nice. You're number three, sir. We just reviewed it. I'm going to go Stand By Me. Interesting. Okay. My number three is a film you made me watch a couple of years ago now, When Harry Met Sally. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Yeah,
1: quite like that film. Mm, I can tell. Yeah, what about you, number two?
0: And and you can tell how much I like my one, two, and three here because I did give Stand By Me four and a half stars. Yes. So, very strong one, two, three here. I'm going to number two, A Few
1: Good Men. Okay, that is my number two as well. Nice. Yes, I did watch that first time a year or so ago and really liked it. Very, very good film. (laughs) I, I think I know what your number one is
0: really there's yeah. no, there was never a doubt there was a few spots here when I was umming and ahring uh, between where to put them but as soon as I looked at this it is so obviously the best film here it's not even funny which is ironic because this film is hilarious When Harry Met Sally
1: what? Princess Bride is it on your list? how dare you was, yes, that, was, that, was that everyone yelling at you then? yes it was <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a a Princess Bride fan or Spinal Tap fan, for that matter. Both of them have huge amounts of love. I don't know. I think I just watched them too late.
1: Okay, fair enough. We'll get some uh, stronger thoughts from you when we do our Princess Bride breakdown. A I movie mean, you probably won't be picking for yourself, I imagine. I, feel, I don't hate it. It's just yeah. So Definitely sounded like you hated it. It's so overrated. That's, that's that's such love you've got coming out such of you. your mouth there. Hmm. Uh, my number one is the film we just did a breakdown on last week. Of course, it's Stand By Me. Of course. And for next week's question of the week, since we're doing our patron-requested review for Casino, Mr. Shane Jeffrey has also selected our question that we're asking, and that is, what is your favourite gambling film? It's going to be an interesting top five. I think that's a... You can go a different way, a different couple of ways with that. Rob Reiner Films is very uh, contained because you know exactly what you're picking. Gambling can mean several different things. Definitely can. All right, Dean, let's take a look at the results of the first round in our best 1960s film tournament. Yeah, we said at
0: the start of the show that we picked the exact same list of winners for this first round. We actually picked all of the winners as well.
1: Yeah, which goes to show based off the percentages as well. I don't think there was anything that was remotely close in these eight.
0: No, it was it was reasonably,
1: reasonably one-sided for most of them. Let's take a look at the results here. The Good, the Bad and the Ugly takes out Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid with a 63% victory. Yeah, The Apartment takes out for a few dollars more, 68% win. Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying, I Love the Bomb, defeats Cool Hand Luke. I'm sure you're happy with that one, Dean. The 66% victory. <laughs> what does that mean? You trashed Cool Hand Luke, and you still do.
0: I also trashed Dr. Strangelove. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia, easily taking out Judgment at Nuremberg, 76%. You want to talk about easy
1: victories here? One of the greats. Psycho takes out Andrei Rublev. With a 94% victory, I'd like to meet that 6%. Would you? (laughs) No,
0: actually, I wouldn't. Would you like to meet that Russian 6%?
1: (laughs) Next up, To Kill a
0: Mockingbird,
1: 75% winner over Yo, Jimbo. Seventh match here, Once Upon a Time in the West takes out Persona with a 70% win.
0: Yep, and finally, no real surprise here, 2001 A Space Odyssey beats The Great Escape, 67%.
1: Alright, so those eight films are moving on. We'll give you those matches next week because this week we've got our draft going. Indeed. Okay, we're going to take one more break here, give you two more promos from some awesome podcasts out there, and we'll be back on the other side with what else we've been watching.
3: Hi, I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. And we are the guys from that film studio. Do you like movie reviews and want to keep up to date with the latest in movie and TV
0: news? Then That Film Stew is the podcast for you. Join us every two weeks for some good times, laughs
3: and firm opinions on the things we love. That's right. There's a new podcast released every two weeks
2: on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. Or head to our website, thatfilmsjewpodcast.weebly.com That Film Stew Podcast.
1: Listen, comment, follow, share. Hey listeners, we just want to take a quick second here to thank you all for taking the time out of your day to come and listen to us banter on about movies and all things movie related.
0: Yeah, it really does mean a lot to the both of us, we're always looking to improve our
1: show to get our name out there, and there's a couple of ways you can help us. Yeah, one of the easiest ways is to just get the word of mouth out there. You know, let your family and friends know about the show and where they can find us, which is pretty much everywhere. Places like Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and another personal favourite of mine, CastBox.
0: And if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Twitter at twitter.com slash journey, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash journey, or you can email us at imdbjourney at gmail.com.
1: Exactly. Another way to help us out is to leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes for us. Or if you're really loving the content and are looking for more, why not check out our Patreon where we post another weekly show breaking down films not on the IMDb Top 250 list. Yeah, that's right.
0: What have we got coming up this weekend, though?
1: Well, Dean, we've done our original X-Men Trilogy, we're onto to the new X-Men Trilogy, and we're starting off with X-Men First Class. It's right in the title. It's the first class. It's the first one we're doing. It's going to be great to
0: check this one out. No, it will. Obviously, a massive change of tone here, so I'm looking forward to getting into it.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Fassbender and McAvoy go against Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen.
0: Absolutely. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over to patreon.com slash imdbjourney and check out the myriad of rewards and benefits we have to offer.
3: I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Fields. Real feels not the feels! Not the feels! Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the
0: feelist. Come to Yeha. All right, everyone, just a quick reminder that the what else we've been watching section of the podcast will be entirely
1: spoiler-free. So never fear if you have not seen the film. And with that being said, it's time for... (coughs) The good. (coughs) The bad. Okay, my friend, how many films you watched? A whopping four. Damn. What about you? Eight. And it's not even like I've watched four, but I've watched
0: 20 re-watches. I think I've literally watched four plus the movies
1: we've reviewed on the podcast. Really? Yeah. I think I totaled up about 20, 22 yeah. in the last fortnight. All right. Well,
0: if you've seen eight, you can get us started. What's the worst film you saw?
1: No surprises here. It's a film that you chose for me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Bill Murray classic, Meatballs. Really? No good? No. Your balls weren't meaty enough? Their balls weren't meaty enough. <laughs> wow. Big call. So for anyone who doesn't know what this film is about- Like myself. <laughs> it is basically wacky hijinks of counsellors and campers at a less than average summer camp, and that essentially sums up the film. The good about this is Bill Murray. Oh, what a surprise. Uh, he stands out as just this comedic powerhouse. Like he, This is way back in his, his SNL days, and he shines in this film. I don't know how much you can say about that, though, that he shines in this just- Below subpar average film. It is not funny. It is essentially just stupid skit after skit of these random, just reg- these people just doing stupid shit at a summer camp. Dumb shit with slapsticky music, and it's I, I didn't like it at all. Bill Murray's okay in it. The rest of it is terrible. I give it one and a half. All right, Hendo, watch your number seven? Apparently, there can be only one, and this is not the film Highlander. Not a fan. Thank you for giving me another film at the bottom of my list. In my defence,
0: so Meatballs I'd never seen and I just heard a lot of good stuff from you lovely listeners.
1: Highlander I saw a few times when I was very young. I had pretty fond memories of it. Well, I got a virtual slap from Paul saying i clearly gone insane for such a low rating, but the good about this is Queen, the music. Gotta love me some Queen and their music stands out in this very rockin'. The bad. Rockin'. Yeah, rockin'. <laughs> the bad. This film is ridiculous. It is- I, I, I cannot understand how people like this film. And and I, I honestly equate it to not seeing it until now. Like, you had the same thing for when you saw The Goonies or when you saw Conan the Barbarian. Like, people love these films and you've seen them now and you just mm. don't get the hype. No. That's exactly how I feel about this film. Especially Conan.
0: Man, that was bad.
1: I didn't- I barely, I barely liked anything in this film. It's not good. One and a half. Where's Sean Connery? be the only one. I'm a Spaniard. (laughs) You know,
0: back when I was in Spain, growing up as a wee lad. That brings us to your number six,
1: Hendo. Oh, you are on a run with your movies, mate. Is this three? (laughs) Three for three. (laughs) My number six is The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Wow, what an unexpectedly high ranking from you there, Hendo. (laughs) (laughs) You expect a little less, did you?
0: Always, always from you.
1: Uh, The good about this film is obviously that good Lord of the Rings feel. You can definitely see it's in that same universe as those three fantastic films, breathtaking locales. The bad is I legit do not know any of the names of these characters. They were All these new characters that came in are just there. I couldn't tell them apart. It, it is ridiculous, and it is so bloated. This does not need to be two hours and 45 minutes long, however long it is. You could have cut that back, and it, it genuinely could have become a recommended film. I give this a two and a half.
2: Yeah, it's,
0: that's honestly, that's higher than I would have expected. Yeah, from
1: it, it had good things about it, oh, but just those those are bad you, things
0: just struck Are it you out. going to watch the other two? Only if you make me. If I was to give you another Hobbit, would then you- Then yes, I would watch it. Yeah, obviously. But would your reaction
1: be positive or negative? I mean, at this point now, it's like, I've seen this one. These are some of the most- successful movies ever made I feel like I'm going to have to watch these eventually they are in Box Office Mojo's top 100 movies I think think maybe this one was I don't know about the others Mm. but I feel like now I've seen the first one I'm going to watch the trilogy when you make me
0: okay that's fair that brings us to number 5 what do you got
1: number 5 is finally a film you didn't make me watch it is a brand new film on Netflix Triple Frontier
0: first things first any man here that wants to walk away can do so
1: knowing they're the best of us this gotta be now. There is no ground support.
3: The injuries we sustain, we're walking out with. Make no mistake about it. You guys need to own the fact that we do not have the flag on
1: our shoulders. You cannot go back to your normal life after tonight. Mm. And for anyone who doesn't know what this film is about, it is on Netflix at the moment. It's got Ben Affleck, Pedro Pascal, Charlie Hunnam, Garrett Hedlund, and Oscar Isaac. (laughs) And loyalties are tested when five former special forces operatives reunite to steal a drug lord's fortune, unleashing a chain of unintended consequences. And the good for me is what I just said, the cast. Those five guys, they work really well together. And actually, it looks and sounds really good as well. So from a visual point of view, it's very good. The bad for me is that every character in this film makes the stupidest possible decision they could make at any point. Every time they did something, I was like, don't do that. It's clearly the wrong thing to do, but they kept doing it. And none of these guys are likeable in the end. I didn't care about anything they were getting involved in and what they were doing by the end of it. So for me, just misses the mark, two and a half stars. Yeah, I've been debating whether or not to watch this. I think if you're looking to watch the 2019 films that you need to watch, probably watch this. Yeah, okay. Okay, here's a review from Jessica Butta. It was okay, but why is Affleck so bad? What is that voice he's doing? Is that his Batman voice? I didn't pick up on that. I didn't think he was doing any voice in particular.
0: Okay, maybe you should have, or not, judging by the look you're giving me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, mate, I know you're dying to talk here. Why don't you tell us what your number four is?
0: My number four is a film that you gave me.
1: I'm pretty sure all the films on this list might be the ones I gave you.
0: That's not true. There are two on my list that you gave me and two that you did not. And one of them is the worst film. (laughs) <laughs> I've seen in actually quite a while. Bronson. Okay. Bronson stars Tom Hardy and is about the real life British guy named Charles Bronson. Do directed you
1: know, by Nicholas Winding Refn. And yeah, cheers
0: for that, by the way. I completely forgot. I
1: completely forgot he directed that.
0: Anyway, it's about this guy who's really crazy, likes to act really crazy and beat up people all the time for no reason. And he spends most of his life in jail.
1: Can I guess what your good is? Is it Tom Hardy?
0: <laughs> I mean, it is Tom Hardy, but I don't even like him in this. Like, I admire the performance. I don't like it, though. Okay. Like, I, I think it's actually a really brave performance. Some um, There's some stuff here that is like... Like, I feel like you would do this shit in drama school. There is some real split personality sort of acting here. He bears all often, which, you know, good on him, I say. But he is... And he's huge in it. Like, he really... Like Bane like, huge? Probably not that huge. Is but he
1: bigger as Bane or in Warrior? Warrior. I think he's bigger in Bane. I think Bane.
0: Yeah. But he's, he's definitely very muscly in this film. And he's crazy. And he does he does capture that essence of craziness that you do get from someone who is in prison being a crazy bastard. Like he nails that. Like he really does. The bad is literally everything else. This movie is it's it's terrible. And I was not expecting this. I was expecting- I didn't even realise it was a prison movie. And when it started, I was like, oh,
1: sweet. You love prison movies. I love
0: prison movies. And, you know, this is a proper prison movie with actual, you know, like brutal prison stuff. <sighs> There's no other fucking characters in this movie, though. Yeah. It's literally like his mum and dad and him. You don't know any of the guards. There's no- like I recently watched the movie Startup and I've talked about how great that is. That focuses a lot on the political stuff inside a prison- with, again, a psycho inmate. But this has none of that. It's just him punching people for an hour and a half. Thank fuck it's only an hour and a half. I. It's funny because I thought you'd seen it and I was watching Mm-mm. it thinking, why have you given me this? I think you would hate this film.
1: Most of the films I give you now I haven't seen because yeah. I've given you all the it films makes, I would
0: want you to see. It makes sense. You would not give me this film if you seen it. Fair enough then. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, really bad. Really bad. So I give it one star. Ooh. We've got a couple of reviews here on Twitter from Cinema Recall. Bronson is a great movie boasted by an Oscar snubbed performance by Tom Hardy. You are incorrect. (laughs) And finally from Dale Beckman. Not really a review, but how I got my girlfriend to watch Bronson. You get to see Tom Hardy with full frontal nudity. I hope she enjoyed it.
1: That wasn't the reason I got you to watch it, by the way. Yeah, right. You've probably seen all those scenes already anyway. Means I've seen the best parts. Okay, my number four is another Netflix film, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Mm. And if you don't know what this one is about, against all the odds, a 13-year-old boy in Malawi invents an unconventional way to save his family and village from famine. And the good about this film is the story itself. It's a true story. It's it's the most interesting part of this film. I was fascinated by how this was real life, that this actually happened. I think the third act in this film is very solid as well. The bad part about this is is it's generally just pretty safe. It's very standard. There's nothing that completely stands out better than good. Like, there's nothing that's, wow, this is this is great. It's like, yep, this is good. I liked it. It's one and done. Three stars. Okay. All right, mate, what's your number three? My number three is a movie called Lords of Chaos. Okay, I don't know much about this. Why don't you tell me what that's about?
0: So Lords of Chaos is, it's a true story about Norwegian black metal. Have you ever heard of this genre of music? No, I I hadn't either. So it is, it's basically like screamo music on steroids. Mm. Exactly. So
1: not a big fan of the screamo metal. There was a, a time we did didn't mind a, a couple of songs from Atreyu or Trivium.
0: Oh, gunshot to the head of trepidation. <laughs> yep,
1: yeah, that's about it though.
0: Yeah, nah, screamo is not my jam at all. Uh, which I'll cut to the bad. I can't stand the music in this film. Okay. It's, I mean, it's all about music and it's like, it's not, this is not like, yes, it's about music, but it's about a lot more than music. There's a lot of um, crimes that this, it's like a cult. It basically, it's a
1: cult. Okay. It doesn't really explain what it's about. Like, is there a story? Like, is there a, what's a plot here?
0: The plot, it's about a young group of men who form this band and try to take everything to the next level of basically almost Satanism. Mm. There's- a horror? Violent? It's one of the most violent movies I've ever seen. Wow. Easily the worst suicide scene I've ever seen. Um, it's extraordinarily graphic. It's not for everyone. I was uncomfortable in many scenes. Not to the point where it's not like it's never scary. It's just it's gross. Like the stuff that goes on in this film is gross. Yeah. And that's my bad. <laughs> that's my bad. <laughs> no, that's that's a bad for me for this film. The good, I think it's, it is interesting. So, music aside, the actual story of these people forming this cult and the relationships within that and how different- people are willing to go to different levels. It's actually really interesting. And the fact that it is a true story does give it a lot of credence. And you're watching, you're like, no way that happened. Is that real? Is there anyone in it? Rory Culkin's the main character.
1: Okay. Yeah, right.
0: Yep. But it's one of those movies where you watch it, it finishes straight on Google, straight into YouTube. And I think that when that happens, it is, you know, it's obviously sparked my interest a bit. But as I said, it's way too graphic. Which does fit the film, but it's not for me. And the music is shit and it's there all the time. Okay. All the time. (laughs) So, overall, I give this film just shy of a recommend. I'll go two and a half. Okay. I will not be watching that. Not surprised. All right. Got a review here from Patron Hayden. I love this movie. The music isn't for everyone, but the story itself is just crazy. Rory Culkin does a good job at portraying Mayhem founder, Euronymous, I think I enjoyed it so much as I am a big fan of the music and the bands in this film. Probably bumps my rating up a bit. The brutal moments really make an impact. While the hilarious interview and photo shoot with Varg was laugh-out-loud funny, I give Lords of Chaos four burning churches out of five. Okey-doke. Quite the fan. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like it. (laughs) All right, Hendo, are number three.
1: Well, we did mention we were going to talk about this in our Pod V Pod. I'm talking about Justin Herring's Camino. Yes, indeed, and we both uh, had the chance to watch this film. Yes, it is available on Amazon for you guys out there to check it out as well. And Camino is a dark comedy about two slackers who steal a cooler looking for booze, but instead find two human kidneys inside.
0: Now, this is actually my next film, my number two film.
1: Okay. I really liked it. I did. I really enjoyed it too. It was
0: surprisingly
1: funny. Definitely parts where I was laughing out loud. It was. It was really good. I was thoroughly surprised at how much I laughed during this film.
0: And I cannot tell you what a relief this is. Like, <laughs> honest, no, honestly, like having done the pod V pod with these guys and they're really, really great guys, and they say, oh, you know, we've done this movie, or Justin says he's done this movie, you yeah, know, watch it. And it's like, oh, man, I hope I like it. Yeah. It's gonna be really awkward to talk about if I think it's shit. And honestly, <laughs> it's not. And it doesn't look, it doesn't look at all like an amateur film. Like no. the quality is fantastic. Cinematography is really good, the mm-hmm. colours are really
1: bright. I, yeah, I've, I really liked it. It gave me a Clerks tone, like the banter between the two main characters. It's and I just watched Clerks before this as well, so <laughs> it, may, it definitely fit. But it's like it's got a much darker edge. Obviously, it's, it's it's quite violent at points as well. And I just I really really enjoyed it. I thought this is. For an amateur filmmaker, this is this is quality. Well done, Justin. I really, really like this. I definitely recommend everyone go check it out.
0: Yeah, no, I'm absolutely on board with you too, Hendo. Justin, you did a great job. You should be uh, phenomenally proud of yourself. So,
1: no, more people need to see this film. Camino. All right, back to me for my number two, and that's a Lego Movie 2, the second part.
0: Once everything was awesome. Now everything
2: is bleak. Hey, Lucy. I brought you Coffee.
0: Coffee. The bitter liquid that provides the only semblance of pleasure left in these dark times. Oh my
2: goshness, did I interrupt you brooding just now?
0: Times have changed, you need to change with them. We have
3: to be tough and battle ready. Look, a shooting star make a wish!
1: Okay. And it's been 5 years since everything was awesome and the citizens are facing a new huge threat. Lego Duplo invaders from outer space wrecking everything faster than they can rebuild. And again, I'm a I'm a fan of all these Lego movies. I I think the good thing about these films are they're just generally funny. It's a decent story. I like how they incorporate the Duplos now and it and it keeps the story going with what they're actually doing in real life with the Lego during the movie, and it makes sense. It also ends up with a good message as well. The bad about this film is it does suffer from sequelitis, and I think some of the musical numbers in there were at a very low point. Some? How many musical numbers are there? At least three. Yeah. There's definitely two in the middle. I'm like, "Mm, please, just stop it. But overall, I enjoyed it. I watched it with the kids. They loved it. Three and a half does. Do we have any reviews, Hendo? Yes, we do. We got one from the Cinema Guys here. A fun movie full of cameos and pop culture references, similar to the first one. Kids of all ages will have a great time with it. And another one here from Corey Tatum. Everything's not as awesome as it was the first time. This is a sequel that I didn't know I didn't need until I saw it. I felt like I was watching a TV sitcom with a horrible laugh track and it wasn't funny. Damn. Well said.
0: You haven't seen it. (laughs) I'm really not keen. Which is disappointing because I really like the first one. You'll
1: still see it. I know. And that brings us to our number ones, Dean. What do you got for us?
0: I've got another film that you gave me. Ooh. Don't get too excited.
1: Oh,
0: okay. Uh, Land of Mine.
1: Yes, good film.
0: I actually thought this was a documentary going into it. Really? Yeah, I really (laughs) did, but it's not. It is a true story about the uh, people in Denmark, otherwise known as the Danish, I guess. Once the war's over, they've got a heap of German soldiers. They've basically taken prisoner and they're forcing to... Detect and remove all of the 2.2 million landmines that they've placed around Denmark, basically. Yes. So, the good- This is a movie about diffusing landmines. It is incredibly tense in parts. Oh, boy, is it ever. And thankfully, pretty early on, they have some go-off unexpectedly- which increases tension. So, you're always like, okay, these can go off at any time, mid-sentence. Yeah. You know, the tone, You don't. You, there's no, like, music build up to it. Oh, something's going to happen. Oh, bang. It's just it'll be normal. Every day is work, you know, diffusing these minds and bang, main character's dying. Like, it's really, really good. The bad. I actually had a hard time buying the main character's story arc. Okay. and the I, know main, you, I know
1: what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: the main character is the Danish- soldier in charge of getting these, these Germans. These Germans. Did and you. they're like German kids. They're not like old men. They're like teenagers diffusing these mines. And where his story goes, I didn't buy it, basically. I won't say more, but it's not exactly hard to guess. It's just didn't feel right for that character many times. Okay. Overall, I give it three and a half, though. Cool. All right, we've got a review here from Chris Wooldridge. Land of Mine creates tension better than maybe any movie ever. Until free solo. All right, Hendo, we're up to your number one. What do you got?
1: Well, given the fact that you gave me three terrible films, I'm very happy that you finally did the right thing.
0: <laughs> good one, Hendo.
1: Yeah, that's right. It is do the right thing. And one of the good things about this film for me is is that every character in this film gets fleshed out so well. There are so many characters in this film, yet I felt like I got to know all of them in the... I believe it's nearly two hours. doesn't feel like two hours. goes quick, and I really learnt a lot about all these people. And by the way, I had no idea Spike Lee was in this as one of the main characters. I just always thought he was just this – he was a director. He directed just this film. a director? How dare you? A writer, a producer, a director. I didn't know he was an actor. He acts very well in this film. He—he He's by far the main character in this film, and he's very good. I think the bad thing for me is that there's a couple of different side tangent stories kind of go nowhere, they sort of fizzle out, and I felt like that But time- isn't that just life, Hendo? Maybe it is. Maybe you should watch the film, and then we can have a proper discussion. I won't watch it unless you give it to me, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Well, I think, I think this was a big gap in my movie-watching career, if you say so. You flog. <laughs> and ultimately, I really enjoyed this film, and thank you for at least giving me one film that I liked, Dean. Likewise.
0: Four stars. You gave me one film I liked and two I hated. Chicago on Bronson. You've been
1: giving me a lot more films recently.
0: Well, maybe if you won something, (laughs) (laughs) you've only got yourself to blame. Yeah, good point. i walked into that one.
1: Uh, I remember a time I used to win things. Mm. Those were the days. But that's going to do it. Thank you very much to Chris and Justin from the Casual Cinecast.
0: Thanks so much, guys.
1: You were very gracious in defeat. Were they? Yes, they were. Well, well done.
0: And thank you, Justin, for getting us on to Camino.
1: Yes, absolutely. Please go and check that film out. It is a very great film. So, next week, Dean, we're back on a breakdown. What are we doing? You know what we're doing. Yes, they know I what do. we're doing. We're doing Casino, as well as our top five gambling films. I shall call her Gambler. Wow. <laughs> do you get that? That's Simpsons. Oh, good. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> We're going to sign off. Yes, we are, Dean. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week for Casino. Bye.